This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. It is March of 2023, and in this episode, I would like to like for us to go back, rewind to the late 1960s and the late 1980s for a look back at the endings of The Graduate, 1967, and Rain Man, 1988. A look back at the endings of these two movies, which both have Dustin Hoffman in them. I'm also going to briefly be mentioning Midnight Cowboy, which came out two years after The Graduate. But first, let's go over a quick little overview of over the career film, filmography of Dustin Hoffman. So, he's been in stuff all the way from the early 1960s all the way throughout the late 2010s and early 2020s. This movie, The Graduate from 1967, is probably what probably put him on the map for the most part. And so The Graduate was 1967. He was in some other, other all kinds of, some other different things before that, but this is the one that really brought him out. Then we're going to briefly talk about his uh, turn as Ratso in uh, a part of Midnight Cowboy. I never saw straw. I never saw straw dog. Straws. Straw dogs. Nineteen seventy-one. Yeah, I don't. Something about England. Yeah, never saw that. Um, I also um, in in nineteen seventy-four he played Lenny Bruce. Now, for the younger view, for the younger listeners, younger audience, if you don't know who Lenny Bruce is, Lenny Bruce was a comedian from. Like, I'm going to say the 30s or 40s or something like that. He was like an older, risque, older, risque version of what would become like George Carlin. And that Lenny Bruce had some problems with the law with the way he delivered his uh, his stuff out there, his thoughts and opinions. And then, um, let's see, Dustin Hoffman was also in... Um, a, pre- uh, a political type movie in um, All the President's Men in 1976 as Carl Bernstein. I never really saw that movie. And then he deals with a, a Nazi person, a Nazi guy in also 1976, Marathon Man. Uh, Marathon Man, not for the faint of people that don't like going to the dentist. Uh, I can tell you that much. And then outside of 1976, All the President's Men, he's also in a political-like movie with... Um, 2000 not with 1997's wag the dog but other than those other than other than those mentions after uh lenny all the president's men and marathon man and uh, i would say check out marathon man if you've never seen it because it's it's got some it's got some things going on there um he played in tootsie he played an actor who dresses up like a woman for anybody who likes the death of a salesman, he's in a part in the TV movie Death of a Salesman. Uh, I'm, I never really got into Kramer versus Kramer, but for people that like that, you'll enjoy 1979's. Well, not merely enjoy enjoy 1979's Kramer versus Kramer because it's kind of, I think it's about divorce, um, marriage divorces, but it's a good story about what divorce is like. 
we're going to mainly be talking about The Graduate and Rain Man, but after Rain Man, he was in, uh, well, I'm not really into Dick Tracy, but he was in a bit part in Dick Tracy. He was, of course, Hook, the main villain Hook, in Cap- as Captain Hook in Spielberg's Hook Peter Pan movie with, of course, um, rest in peace, uh, Robin Williams as Hook in, uh, I, I'm sorry, as Peter Pan and, and uh, Dustin Hoffman as Hook. I already mentioned Wag the Dog. Um, and then he was in uh, the uh, 2003 movie Confidence. But uh, the one I really want to mention uh, on, the, on the later ones is he played the father of Ben... He, pl- he played the father of Ben Stiller in the two Meet, Meet the Parents sequels, Meet the Fockers, in 2004... Meet the Fockers was had some funny parts, and then in Little Fockers in 2010, and that's really all I want to. Um, that's really all I really want to mention about as far as his film filmography is concerned. Um, but with that said, now we're going to be going over what I want to say about a look back at the endings of The Graduate, 1967, and Rain Man, 1988. Now, I did talk about Rain Man um, in one of my earlier podcasts in the catalog uh, of episodes, so you can check that out um, to find that. Um, And I also did some Rain Man stuff in, um, in in my Rumble video platform, my video videos of making videos about stuff for Rumble. Uh, I'll link some of that in the description, uh, at least the, some of the part of the rumble part. Um, the endings. Okay, the reason that I want to talk about the endings of both The Graduate 1967 and Rain Man 1988 is similar to how real life is, unfortunately, similar to how like real life is, the endings for both The Graduate and Rain Man, well, definitely for Rain Man is kind of sad and depressing, and the ending for The Graduate is kind of, the ending for The Graduate is, I think it's open to interpretation that every viewer on how you feel about what you think's going on with the ending, and let me just get out of the filmography of, uh, of um, Dustin Hoffman here now to just keep it open for the rest of the tabs. But, um... And I'm just gonna get a song out here that I want to do after the main stuff of, um... After the main stuff of The Graduate is said. So I'm gonna get that out. But while I'm, while I'm doing that, let me just talk about The Graduate now. Okay, so... The Graduate from 1967. It has a young, it has a young Dustin Hoffman in this. It also has Anne Anne Bancroft as Mrs. Robinson, who, just as Dustin Hoffman played the father of Ben Stiller in the uh, Meet the Parents sequels, Anne Bancroft actually plays the mother of Ben Stiller in the 2000 comedy Keeping the Faith. If you've never seen Keeping the Faith, definitely check that out. And then also in um, outside of Dustin Hoffman as Ben Brack, Ben Braddock, and in oh, before I go any further, I just want to also say that I've never done any episodes of my podcasts um, involved or related to the movie The Graduate. So 
After over 600 episodes, I am finally getting to talk about The Graduate in some way, shape, or form because I never talked about The Graduate in 1967 in any other podcast before right now. Just had to say that out there. So in a, in a so there you go. So in, a, in, a, in addition to Dustin Hoffman as Ben Brackdock and Anne Brackoff, Anne Brackoff, Anne Bancroft as Mrs. Robinson, Mr. Braddock is played by William Daniels, who most younger viewer audiences will know him as the principal of 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 in uh, Boy Meets World, the um. Ben Savage show from the 90s. The uh, Boy Meets World, he plays the principal. Well, he's in this movie. And... I don't... Oh, and Richard Richard Dreyfuss also is in this movie in some part as well. But it's outside of everybody... Outside of everyone I just said, uh, I, 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 a bunch of names I don't really know too well. But this movie... Let me just go over the, um, the quick little storyline... And this is both a comedy, this is both a comedy, a drama, and a romance. A, disillusion, a disill, disillusioned college graduate finds himself torn between his older love, between his older level, l- lover, between his older lover, Cougar, Cougar, and her daughter. So, for anybody who's never seen this movie, I would definitely say check it out. It's one of those classic type movies that you just have to see about what it's, what it all is there. But, um... Let's get to it. The ending. Okay. So his main his his love interest that he really wants, which is the daughter, played by Catherine Ross as Elaine Robinson. Okay. So she's basically has decided to get married to another guy. And Dustin Hoffman. Okay, only in the movies can this happen. Okay, because in real life, okay. In real life, you just do not just like disrupt and destroy a wedding just because you want that person who's getting married to someone else it that doesn't work like that in real life no not at all but um let me just get the uh song set up and um if you know the graduate i think you know which song i'll be talking about so they're at a wedding he's at he gets him he gets find a, he finds a way to the wedding makes a big noise about the wedding And he is able to convince her very quickly to come with him out of the wedding. And they go together. They jump on a bus to get away from everybody else. And that's where I'm going to connect the um, Midnight Cowboy, which I saw once. Once was enough for that. From 1969, which he's also in two years later. I'm going to bring that up in a sec. To connect it all. Everything's connected. And so they're on the bus. They get they get to the bus together. They go all the way to the back of the bus. And as you see, the um the the, the, the song that's about to play, which I'll get to in a sec. And they're back there in the back of the bus. She's in her wedding to when she left from another guy, and they're next to each other there in the back of the bus. What? I mean, just one. Yeah, uh, I think I just different versions of this. All right, I'll use this part of it. Yeah. All right, so 
they're in the back of the bus and you're thinking oh okay they're gonna have like a happy ending together they're gonna have a new relationship a life together right just like real life doesn't work that way so they're in the back and as it's the last scene and they're in the back of the bus going away from the wedding trying to start a new life together because they think they want to be with each other together you could tell from the expressions on their face that they're not exactly sure that they made the right decision right there and that they're probably going to break up soon after getting off that bus at some point and that it may have not been the most solid best direction of choices they had right there and uh you kind of it's really up to the interpretation really of um all the audience members watching this hey hey are they going to be all right it doesn't look they look that are unsure of themselves type of thing and that's really what the the thing that is really thought about on how it ends at least the, I don't I don't know the a novel or a book version but I'm talking about the, the I'm talking about this movie version of it the, how the movie visually the movie itself not any writings or books how it ends of them just like unsure of their faces both of them as they're in the back of the bus there it's like oh wow huh now let's connect it real quick to 1969's Midnight Cowboy. Okay, so in, really quick, I only saw it once. But that was more than enough. In Midnight Cowboy 1969, it has... It has, um... What is the, uh... How do you say his name? Let me just find his name real quick. He... It stars with Dustin Hoffman and... Wait for it. It's the father of Angelina Jolie. So, Dustin Hoffman plays Ratso, Ratso, and John Voight, yeah, John Voight's name, John Voight plays Joe Buck, and towards the end of this movie, and what they're dealing with, in the back of the bus, out of... Well, I, I, I wouldn't say it's out of nowhere because he was sick throughout all the other parts of the movie. Um, in the back... Spoil, again, spoiler alert for a 50-some-year-old movie in case you haven't seen it. Uh, spoilers. Um, so, when those... They, they, they worked together in other parts of the movie before. And they're also in a bus in the back. And guess what? The sick Ratso just kind of passes out of nowhere there and his uh his mate his friend mate there is just kind of like doesn't know what to do and is right next to his dead friend like dead dead mate friend like that and i'm just like oh wow so both these movies from the late 60s have dustin hoffman in the back of a bus first unsure of what he's doing with the girl he likes and she must have liked him at some point, but they have these faces like, what did we just do and what's going to happen next sort of thing. And then his Ratso character dies next to the mate friend in uh, Midnight Cowboy. Uh, that's so, yeah, if you've never seen if you've never seen Graduate, never talked about The Graduate up until this episode. I don't know how I've gone all these episodes without talking about The Graduate. But, hey, better late than never to talk about the classic movie, The Graduate from 1967. Before I talk about Dustin Hoffman in um, Rain Man, we're going to turn now quick to a quick little song 
That's classic to go along with the graduate movie from the 60s and it showed at the end and such. And is the only really song of theirs I know for sure. Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel's Garfunkel. The Sound of Silence. So here we go. Hello darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping left its seeds while I was sleeping. And the vision that was planted in my brain still remains within the sound of silence. In restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Beneath the hollow of a street lamp I turned my collar to the cold and damp When my eyes were stabbed by the flash of a neon light That split the night And touched the sound of silence And then the naked light I saw Ten thousand people, maybe more People talking without speaking People hearing without listening People writing songs that voices never shared And no one dared disturb the sound of silence Fool fool said, you do not know, silence like a cancer grows. Hear my words that I might teach you, take my arms that I might reach you. But my words, like silent raindrops fell, and echoed in the wells of silence. And the people bowed and prayed To the neon god they made And the sign flashed out its warning In the words that it was forming And the sign said the words of the prophets are Written on the subway walls And tentament halls And whispered in the sound of silence. So yeah, this movie was used in, uh, it was used in The Graduate, and it was also something about, um, uh, Kennedy, President Kennedy something here. So, yeah, I wanted to get that song in there. Okay, so, with that little song to go after the ending of uh, The Graduate, which, again, The Graduate ending, everyone can make wonder what they think it means to them in their own interpretation, and it's a very much unsure, not not sure where the future's gonna go type of thing, where they're, some may say they're probably not gonna end up end up together anyway in that rash, 
quick, uh, fast decision. And now it is time to talk about one of my favorite movies of all time, which I did do podcasts and videos about, which is now we're getting into now the rent, the ending of Rain Man. Now first, all right, I'm going to close out the, uh, graduate tab because I've said everything I pretty much want to say about the graduate so far or really all fully about the graduate so I'm just going to close that out and again if you've never seen the graduate definitely check it out for anyone who's never seen it before Um, pay close attention to it it's got a lot of different details and things going along with it and um, yeah wow alright so closing out of the graduate and here we go so, <clears throat> Rain Man came out in 1988. One of my favorite movies of all time. It was the best picture winner of 1988. It's a little long at 2 hours and 13 minutes. It starts to drag certain, during certain parts. But in this movie, Tom Cruise plays a selfish Los Angeles yuppie who learns from his, that his estranged father left a fortune to his uh, autistic bro- uh, brother that he never knew he had. And wants to go find his brother, and he wants to originally get the money, but ends up, Tom Cruise himself ends up having different changes to his life, to his character. He actually has an arc going from beginning to end that changes, whereas of course with what his found out brother has, who doesn't really change, but learns so much from his older brother. This also has Valor, Valerina Golino in it, who, outside of this movie, I, I and others might may, may, may mainly know her from the two uh, early 90s uh, Top Gun parodies of um, Hot Shots with Charlie Sheen. So definitely check her out in uh, Hot Shots 1 and 2, and as, her, as the girlfriend of Tom Cruise uh, in Rain Man. So... In this movie, the director plays one of the doctors at the end of the movie, which is a big important scene for the end. Um, also, another thing I want to mention about this movie real quick, with the uh, Dustin Hoffman, Raymond Babbitt character, at some point, at the end of the middle or the beginning of the end, they have um, they go into a casino, and because of Dustin Hoffman's character's memory and math skills, he's able to win a lot of money in the um, casino, which the higher-ups... Do not like that this person somehow knows how to get so much money in how he does things. He also shows that math and memory skill in the restaurant. And similar to real life, the reason that this ending is so sad and kind of depressing, which really a probably was the right chosen ending even though it has to end that way and close finish off is that because after that meeting they have with the doctors it's decided that Dustin Hoffman's Raymond has to go back to the facility that he was at in the beginning of the movie and after Tom Cruise as the brother he finds out he actually got close to his brother throughout the journey of the road trip they took and he doesn't Tom Cruise does not want to leave Dustin Hoffman but knows with the rules and what happens with the doctors and everything that he has to go back and not be with him as frequently or as much as he would like so it's a very like 
emotional, sad, depressing, but realistic type ending that they weren't going to get to spend more time together past, past this big, huge road trip. Uh, another thing I want to mention is there was something about the airplane uh, that he knew on how an airplane stuff. Well, he didn't want to get on an airplane for, for travel reasons, but knew that the plane had certain trivia known about that. If you want to know more about that, check that out to research on your own. But back to the ending. I look back at the ending now. We're at Rain Man. All right, we're already 24 minutes in, so I'm going to start to wrap up and conclude my thoughts about the ending of Rain Man so that this doesn't run on too long. Okay, wait. All right, here was. Okay, so yeah, here's what it says about the airplane part. For in flight viewing. Uh, for, okay, so for, well, one part about the one part thing of the airline. For inline. For, for in flight viewing. Several airlines deleted the sequence in which Raymond Babbitt reels off statistics on airline accidents except, except the airline Qantas. They even promoted one of the movie's writers to first class. They even promoted one of the movie's writers to first class once he traveled on their airline. Okay, so that was something about Qantas was one of the airlines they talked about. Uh, again, more into that to check out for yourself. But I really like how um, Dustin Hoffman has like all these skills and mind things that he can do even though people think he can't do much when really he can do a lot a whole lot and all right let me just see how to how to wrap up this thing about the ending oh let's see here we go Plot, summary, and synopsis. Alright, so they made a lot of money from the winnings, but they had to give some of it away. Or leave what you made so far. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, and then um, Tom Cruise's girlfriend uh, kisses uh, Dustin Hoffman's character in the elevator. That was an interesting scene. Alright, so in the end, here we go. And here we go. In the end, Charlie finds himself becoming protective of Raymond and grows to truly love him. He loves his brother. Back in Los Angeles, Charlie meets with the attorney and tries to get his share of the inheritance, but then decides that he no longer cares about the money and really just wants to have custody of his brother because of their whole um, road trip connection uh, of him, him, Tom Cruise changes from beginning to end on how he feels about everything, like, which is, again, some you got again check out this movie if you've never seen it, and just wants to have custody of his brother, custody. However, at a meeting with a court-appointed psychiatrist and Dr. Bruner, and one of those guys played is the director of the movie as well. Raymond is unable to decide. Raymond Ray, Raymond is unable to decide exactly what he wants. Which is either to live with Charlie in in California or stay at the hospital in Ohio. Health spa. Eventually, the psychiatrist presses Raymond to make the decision, upsetting him, which is which which upsets upsets him, and leading Charlie to request that the doctor back off. Raymond is allowed to go back home to Cincinnati in the hospital. Charlie, who has gained a new brother and mellowed considerably, promises Raymond as he boards an 
Amtrak train, which that with Bruner that he'll visit in two weeks. So yeah, so he says he'll visit his brother in two weeks, but they don't get to stay together like Tom Cruise wanted, like Tom Cruise's the brother wanted. And this movie is just like, it's really really well done. It it, it it's, I think. Except for being a bit too long at 2 hours 13 minutes, some parts drag. This movie has a lot of memorable scenes, some memorable quotes, and if, as with any movie, of course, well, how much trivia does this movie have? Uh, there's 100, yeah, 100, 118, 118 bits of trivia, but like I say in any movie talk I talk about, check on the trivia on your own time because. It would take um, way too long to go over all that trivia. But yeah, it's got a lot of uh, engaging, interesting trivia. And it's got... How many quotes? It's got 89 bits of quotes. Lots of lots of really replayable quotes in this. And really... Raymond... Raymond is Dustin Hoffman and Charlie is Tom Cruise. And, 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 and everything that involves their relationship is really, I think, well done. And definitely check it out if you've never seen it. But uh, much, <clears throat> much like real life, much like real, real life, some movies can't all have happy endings. And the fact that you know the brothers can't be together at the end, and can you only visit for every two, two uh, well, could you visit in two weeks after the train? It's like okay. First, we got the graduate where. So many inter- interpretations could be made about the them the the young the young woman he likes and him in the back of the bus like that, and then he just dies in the as um in the midnight cowboy just random out of well not really randomly he was sick throughout the movie but it's like the fact that his his friend there has to just have a dead friend that he can't do anything about until the bus gets off. It's like okay, and then we got him Justin Hoffman here. With his performance as Raymond. And you got, for eye candy, you got Val- Valerina Golino as Susanna. And there's a Jeopardy scene. When they're in one of the rooms they're at, there's the Jeopardy scene. So, also rest in peace to Alex Alex Trebek. Oh, we, and we have just reached 30 minutes in. So, I would highly recommend Graduate 1967 if you've never seen it. Especially watch out for the back of the bus scene. And as far as the brother, this brother relationship with Rain Man was really well done. Rain Man um, doesn't really change. Raymond, Raymond Babbitt doesn't change. But it's a really terrific, fantastic and huge performance by Dustin Hoffman. And this is a movie where Tom Cruise does, does change and in a way where... You're like, oh, why couldn't they just, why couldn't they stay as brothers at the end and be together instead of, they still have to separate by the rules of the doctors and it's like, okay. Another movie similar to check out to Rain Man is 2009's Adam. 2009's Adam, which has Rose Byrne in it. I like when Australians and British people do American accents. She's from Australia, so... She played the American accent there. And then the, the male character also has a voice from another country. Uh, definitely also check out Adam from 2009 for a similar but not exactly the same type thing with um, with Rain Man. But also similar to Rain Man, the ending of both Rain Man and Adam from 2009. Both have kind of sad, depressing, like, realistic type endings to check out for. But we're already 31 minutes in. Um, let me know. 
what uh, you thought of The Graduate, if you've seen it. And let me know what you thought of Rain Man. And if you've never seen either one of these movies, definitely check them out and stand out and watch and catch how their endings go for your viewing. Wow, that's all for now. I'm going to be doing some co-hosted movie podcasts with Avi in the near future. And I will have out a Creed 3, 2023, a Creed 3 movie review for you. A Creed 3... Michael E. Jordan 2023 Creed 3 movie review for you after I see it. I'm going to see it tomorrow afternoon with some people and I will have some review out for you of Creed 3 when I've contemplated and thought what I want to say exactly about that movie. That Creed 3 movie review will probably, hopefully be shorter than these two movie ones that I'm doing today. Support your local movie theater throughout the decade of the 2030s to see movies on the silver screen with a bunch of strangers because there's nothing else like it. Why? Because... Because streaming, because streaming online is just not the same. Check out the endings of Rain. Uh, uh, check out the endings of my of a look back at the endings of The Graduate. Classic movie. Check out definitely the ending in that song, and um, tell me anything I missed about The Graduate that I forgot to mention. First time mentioning The Graduate on this on this podcast for. I don't think I really mentioned it in any other episode, so better late than never. There's the gradu- some graduate content for you. And, um, yeah, be kind and excellent to one another. Support the local movie theater throughout decade 2030s, throughout the decade of the 2030s, because streaming, uh, just streaming and stuff at home is just not the same. And um, I will see you when the next pedca- podcasts are ready to be put out. <clears throat> That's all for now. Thanks for thank you, thanks, thank you, thank you if you made it this far. Everybody dance and have a good time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment. L L C. Signing out.